All right. So I got here Clark Roosevelt across from me right now. What's up? Creator and visionary of Clever World Branding, clothing design here in Kansas City. And uh, as soon as I got here, because I, I, I moved to Kansas City a year ago. I don't know if you knew that, Clark, but I did. You told, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and your brand was like the first, mm. one of the first things that I like saw, and I started seeing other people wearing it, but it was out, outside of um, Ruby Jeans that I um, first saw your location and your brand and it immediately just drew my eye. And uh, that was the first time I met you and had a conversation with you. And um, yeah, you have a great like. There's um, there's a there's a story that I hope to get into of of this whole mission that you've been on and this journey you've been on. For sure. Yeah, and I want to I want to yeah, talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we um, man, Clever World Goods and Supply. That's what we are now. Mm. Um, that's 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 the name of the brand. Uh, at least it's the name of the store mm-hmm. uh, over on 30th and Truce. Um, <clears throat> man, we've been going about 10 years now, too. So, uh, or shit, just, a, just a little over 10 years. That's huge. Congrats. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's, uh, it's been tight. It, it's, man, it's been up, it's been down, it's been, it's been in, it's been out. It's still standing, though. Man, tall, too. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Tall. Uh, but uh, yeah, Clever Club World Goods and Supply. Um, that's where I landed. I think that's gonna stick. Uh, that that it allows me to um, it allows me to expand. Mm. It allows me to go do other things where I'm not just a clothing line. Mm-hmm. But uh, streetwear is is the main thing, or streetwear streetwear is the gateway. That's why I'm looking at it as streetwear the gateway. Right. Everybody got their gateway to where they gotta go, or they gotta take different gateways. They gotta when it opens up and it look like it's a straight shot. Man, sometimes it's you gotta risk it for the biscuit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying even if you're wrong, like man, if you see it and you feel like it's in reach, go get go reach for it. Right. <laughs> or even if it don't seem like it's in reach, but when it's like when it's right here, grab it mm-hmm. instead of. Waiting. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, waiting. Right. This is the curse of all creatives is just waiting. All of us. Yeah. All of us. Real yeah. bad. Real bad. Um, why streetwear? Uh so man, it's man, it's it's it was from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some of my very first memories uh of hmm, like favorite favorite shows. You know what I'm saying? I, the main thing that made them stick out was what they was wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, Winnie the Pooh, you know what I'm saying? Plain red shirt, but like, you put Pooh on there, you know exactly what yeah. it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was that. Um, it was uh, the Black Ranger. Um, Power Rangers? Yeah, from yeah. the Power Rangers. Yeah. Zach, he had this, uh, man, he had this, it, it was... I wouldn't say tribal or African, but it was striped here. Mm-hmm. And then the sleeves was black and the hoodie was black and it was short sleeve. My mama caught me one that was just like it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yo, and that 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 right there was probably my introduction to like 
you know what I'm saying, that feeling. It's an addiction, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, kind of in the in in a sort of way. It's a it's a you know what I'm saying, it's how I get by for real, for real. Yeah. It's how I live. It, it ain't really I don't know, some people call it just selling t shirts, but like it's so much more than that. For me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's my art form. Yeah. I feel like it's already on this like to me as especially from an outsider perspective of Kansas City, it feels like it's already kind of this on its way to being like an iconic symbol because I do, when I see people wearing it, I just instantly know where it's from. I know who it is mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I love it. And I love, I love that uh, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is, is like an influence in a, a drive because for real, that's yeah. the same with me. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh started a lot. Yeah, man. <laughs> that, That's amazing. Winnie um, the and the, the, the Power Rangers too, like those yep. are, those are icons right there. Yep. And yep. I love that. That's how it like started into this whole thing because Man. You know, you hear that all the time, like, be the main character. And I feel like it starts with dressing like one. On God. Yeah. Yo, like, that's... <laughs> man, if I... if I, Yeah. Man, you say that, and that's, that's how I get dressed. Like, mm-hmm. I think... Man, some days it might just be... Man, I feel like looking like a janitor today. <laughs> All right. And so I'll just be like a swagged out janitor <laughs> that day. Or or like a certain uh, movie character or uh-huh. uh, um, if not character, like an era. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, big on era. A yeah. movie. You know what I'm saying? When this movie came out this time or these certain type of movies and they all dress like this. That's how I feel like dressing today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The main character. And so... And, and you know, what I'm saying to be the main character, you gotta kind of stand out. You gotta have your chest out at times, even, even when you are afraid. Mm-hmm. You gotta, man. You still gotta, you gotta make it look like you ain't afraid. Yeah, when you gotta stand to tall. Yeah, yeah. When it's time to fight, you gotta be like, hey, we we lose a draw. You know, what I'm saying it's gonna. You know, what I'm saying either either you gotta kill me or it's gonna be a sequel. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how. That's just how it's gonna be. Either you got you got the. What happened to Black Panther? He threw him off the side, but he didn't die. Yeah, he just like <laughs> crawled his way back. You see, he he came first thing he said, he said, "Uh, do it look like I'm dead?" Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. That's uh, I, I've been looking for a way to word that sometimes, uh-huh. but that's exactly how I feel. Uh-huh. Like I gotta dress like the main character. Yeah, like if some cameras follow me or something. Yeah, you heard that one here first. If you see it on a t-shirt, <laughs> nah, 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 that would be a fire. That would be a fire. That would be a fire T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get too many ideas. With uh-huh. somebody. Man, you should put down a T-shirt. Like, nah, man, I'm not putting it on a T-shirt. I I'd be saying it all the time. I, <laughs> any any sort of saying that I find catchy, I'm like, put that on a T-shirt. Sure. But I'm curious, where where did the penguin come from? Uh, so the penguin, his name, his name was Clapper. Clapper. He um. Man, so we was, it was, I was the first of my friends to get a cell phone. And this is right when Facebook popped off. Um, and so, man, we had, it would be times where after practice, uh, you know what I'm saying, they would be passing my phone around in Coach Van, logging into Facebook, checking their notifications. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know if they was called, no, I don't know what we called them then, but like, and I, I didn't even forgot how how you hit the button for it, but 
they would all check, and it was it wasn't like Facebook on our phone now. Uh-huh. It was the mobile Facebook. Right. It was absolutely absolutely terrible. But all my friends would, <laughs> and so uh, man, I was I wanted to get some games on there because I'm a kid. Oh, I'm like seventeen or something like uh-huh. that, and so I get the phone. I get you know what I'm saying it's one of them. It was a cricket just came out, and it was the best cricket that they had. And uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, I gotta get a game. So I find it. The game was a gigapet. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it asked you the uh, what type of animal you wanted, and I just didn't want it. So I didn't want something that was like conventional, or uh-huh. like a lion or a, um, man, a bear or something like that. But I seen this penguin. I said, I got to be the penguin. <laughs> and uh, so me and my friends, we made a thing of it. Uh, but we would all forget, and he would die. But. That's oh the the penguin would die. Penguin would die. Is it a dead penguin that's on the the? Ah, the, you just press the restart <laughs> button. Run it back. it full back <laughs> up, and he <laughs> he ran new every time, and so uh. Clapper's so, the main character. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 Clapper. Either kill him or season two. Hey, <laughs> yo, that's what Sequel. happened. So uh, man, we was uh, in ceramics class. And we had to make a box. Excuse me. Part of the box. I need some water. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. <clears throat> so part of the box was, um, man, two sides was like, living space like one was an apartment like a brick stone mm-hmm. other one was like a um office building but then you turn it and one was a speaker and one was an amp but in the apartment i i carved the clapper into it mm. you know what i'm saying so nice i keep it on i know everybody else probably threw theirs away but like i love mine that i made and so i kept them and oh i moved into my new crib and I started, I would put all my pencils in it because I would do it as I was sketching for um, the brand. Mm-hmm. And one day I just turned it the right way and saw Clapper and was like, and it was while I was in the middle of trying to find, uh, I told my business partner, um, yo, I want an animal. I want us to do an animal so that we can have something that we can keep, that we can keep using. Uh-huh. That, you know what I'm saying? We could, different variations of it. And he was like, all right. And so I was just, and with that one night, that right then, I seen him. I was like, and just went looking for looking for layouts, and it was it was tight. Yeah, that came together. The original signature. The original. Yeah. Yep. And, and like, um, that's dope. I love that story. Uh, his name Clapper. Yeah. Where did that come from? Ah, uh, uh, so his uh, his name was Clapper when I when I named him mm. in the gig as the Gigapet. Hmm. I named him Clapper. Wow, then. way yeah, back yeah, when. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I and when I told bro, cause he was one of my homies. <laughs> when we was, I was like, hey yo, I sent it to him, and I was like, I was like, I said, uh, I don't know, it was him. He was like, is this Clapper? I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he was just, he was down with it. He was down with it. It went something like that, but he was, he was just down with it, cause he he knew what the penguin was. You know what I'm saying to. To us as a friend group, you know what I'm saying. So that it's man, it's it's 
Man, it's deep for me. Yeah, long live so, Clapper. Man. It sounds yeah, like yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I said, um, man, I forgot to feed him. Now he feeds me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Clapper, long live mm-hmm. Clapper. And the girl one called Clapisha. <laughs> Clapisha? There's Clapisha. a girl? Yeah, it's a girl. Oh, wow. Are they partners or are they separate? <laughs> they got kids. <laughs> 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 nah, so we uh we we doing some clever girl clever girl stuff too. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Clapisha will go on Clapisha that. be the girl. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Unless unless I get unless I get canceled or something. <laughs> don't but, don't but, we haven't even launched yet. <laughs> yeah, not even, yeah, yeah. Controversy, controversy. <laughs> hey, sometimes controversy sells. You know, if Clapisha, <laughs> we're not even put it out there even, but um. Uh, I love, so like I was saying before, seeing Clever World all over the place and like seeing it on people's shirts and stuff here in KC, mm-hmm. um, feels like you've been doing a ton of groundwork. Uh, usually you see like a lot of internet, um, streetwear fashion where you don't really see the, uh, the front, the, uh, the storefront and, um, and things like that, but I feel like you are really in this this community. I feel like I see Clever World a lot. I see you a lot, and just like um, spaces, like uh, community events. Um, the last one I saw you was at that Equal Minded uh, Cafe event, that late night open mic. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and just see you bouncing around, and uh, yeah, I feel like how where do where do you see like I feel like streetwear and community kind of they go one and one hand in hand. Um. Hmm. So it's that main character thing again. Mm. Um, where like I'm trying to do me and I'm trying to create a safe space for everybody. So um sometimes you gotta create the safe space and some and take the safe space to them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh is so my my pops was a pastor, and one thing uh, he talked, one thing he talked a lot about was um, you you can't reach the sinners inside the church. You mm-hmm. can't just expect them to uh, come to us, especially with the reputation that we got is basically being assholes. You know what I'm saying? Everybody think pastor is a thief, and you know what I'm saying. Excuse me, pastors a thief, and all the deacons are, are, are the disciples of the. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you got the church mother with the bad attitude, and that, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All you got all them stereotypes. Yeah. And not all of these people act like this, but the bad ones really leave an impact. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a scar. A scar leave leave a bigger mark than a pat on the back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The scar forever. You can look at the scar with that pat on the back. You know what I'm saying? You're going to need another one. Right. But you don't need another scar to be reminded about that scar. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, the, the streetwear and community is... It, everything got a uniform. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything got a uniform. And you want, when you want to reach somebody, you got to make it look good. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. 
Yeah. If I want to reach, um, my the demographic I that I go mostly for, uh, or that I that I um market to, is you know what I'm saying that me in the time of my life where I was really having a hard time, um, with confidence, um, girls, money. You know what I'm saying? It was, you know what I'm saying? Right when I start making money and exchanging it. Because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You grow up and you know what money is. You know that your parents got it. You know that your parents need it. You know that's why your parents go to work. But when you get when you start holding your own money, it's different. Right. And this was the time, around the time where I started it, which is, you know what I'm saying, from like 13 to about 16. You know what I'm saying? Where I got a job, but it's a little bullshit job. I got a girl, you know what I'm saying? Or I get a girl, all of that. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm with, I'm, I'm out with my boys more. We, you know what I'm saying? Right. Being boys. And so you got to look fly. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I had a hard time with that thing because my parents didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So I marketed that to those kids to um, make it look good. And let them know that these type of things are attainable. Mm-hmm. Um, also, to let you, you know what I'm saying, you ain't got to be a dope boy. Right. You can have that mentality, but bring it to different spaces. Right. Yeah, because I feel like most of your stuff ha- comes with positive messages on it. Mm-hmm. Give your friends flowers. Growth season. Mm-hmm. Those are just to name a few. Um, so I love that idea of like, bringing love, bringing the church to the person um, yeah. instead of waiting for them to come to you. I mean, there's like, you got to market yourself, but for sure. Also at the same time, Self, self-promote. Yeah. Self-promote. You got to, you like, if you want to be recognized, if you don't want to be recognized, if you just want the business to be recognized, then promote the business. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be recognized, cause I also do want to be recognized. I got an ego. Yeah. Like for sure. And I got to make sure that it stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? And, and a part of it staying healthy isn't only just, the, you know what I'm saying, not always letting your ego control everything, but sometimes feeding your ego. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that shit, you can recognize who you are. How you not going to recognize who you are if you don't never feed your ego? And your ego is a really big part of who you are. Hmm. So you gotta. So I I I focus on that too, mm-hmm. and stay in that energy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, an overblown ego is just as dangerous as like a underfed ego. Like a, for sure. A, for if sure. you leave your ego just like withering in the corner and being like, I'm not gonna touch you ain't that. Gonna, you never gonna know who you it are. It affects you. It affects you. It affects your yep. confidence. Like you're saying. Sure. Um, there's like balance, of course, but I love that approach because. I feel like most people are afraid to say that they're f- actively feeding their ego. It kind of comes mm-hmm. with a negative connotation. It took, it took, it took, and it took a lot for me to get to this point. Because mm. I was that, I'm going to let my ego wither over in the corner. So it wouldn't, so I wouldn't offend nobody or I wouldn't rub nobody the wrong way. But, at this point in my life, everything I've been through, on top of doing this for 10 years, like, what else am I supposed to do? What, what else do I, what, what else 
I'm at the point where I can't go nowhere else. I can't get, I'm, I can't move. I can't do anything unless I feed that ego. Mm. Because either it could be, oh, because I, I, I got to grow. In order for me to grow, it has to grow with me. It has to, it, it's because I think my understanding of ego as, as we have in this conversation is your ego is you, it's a mixture between who you think you are and who you know you are and what you actually are. It's those three, those, you like a story, it's two, three sides to the story, what you say, what they say, and what actually happened. Mm -hmm. And so it's you living in that reality, what you see, what others see, and what's actually going on. Yeah. And so you, and you need all of, you need all three of those perspectives to kind of expand for you to grow. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, ego is like you, you're. I, that's a great way to put it. The uh, tying it with the stories, the what they said, what you said, and what actually happened. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, but yeah, ego is like this self identity. This um, what what you are, and then. Also, it's kind of works in your fight or flight response. So it's facts. Like, like if you have a yeah. ego that you've been uh, ignoring um, and putting off in a way, you could affect your decision making. Your facts. What you're like, how you operate in the field. Like, like, um, and because uh, I, I really understand that because you would think you would get an opportunity, and you would just panic and be like, "How do I? Can I?" But uh, am I good enough? But if you feed your ego, you know you're good enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you feed your ego in healthy, I mean, too much of anything is going to fuck you up. Yeah. You got to manage it. I seen um, Les Brown, it, it, it come, it's, it's one thing that when I heard it, I always think whatever you don't manage, you lose. Mm. So you're not going to lose your ego, but you're going to lose your fight with it. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? To break that down a little more, even if you beat your ego, you lose. So it got to be a good fight. Mm. Damn, yup. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yeah. It's yeah, got to be it a fight be, that lasts. Yeah, it got to be. Full 12 rounds. You gotta, it's ups and downs. Yeah. Life, just like everything else in life, it's ups and downs. It's, yeah. Um, shit. Um, Phases, mm -hmm. money come in phases, love come in phases, uh, sorrow come in phases, all of that. Yeah. And so it's the same with your ego. Some days you, shit, I'm him. Mm -hmm. Other days it's, it's them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Can't get out of bed or it's, it's I'm on top of the world. Man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? it's, and, and some days it's right somewhere in between yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah, I always think of life as a uh, as a roller coaster. You got the ups and the downs. Yep, yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I w I want to talk more about like I feel like like you're saying you're so tied in with your brand. You're like it's not just Clever World, but it's also you. And seeing like I almost without you know there's Clapper, and I almost associate Clapper with you straight up. With just like whenever I see you, I just you know I can immediately you you're repping your own brand straight up um and what does that come with that must come with like obviously benefits but also some 
was some struggles. So, so phrase it. What you mean? Like how how is it like tying yourself to a brand? I I feel mm. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, this it go it man we I it's interesting that we started off with it, but it go back to being that main character. I just see it as coming along. It's it's my anime. Mm-hmm. It's part of my anime. It's uh it's my Kamehameha. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm Goku. It's my Kamehameha. The stronger I get, the stronger it gets. Um, the smarter I get, the smarter it gets. It's it's my AI. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's it's my art. Yeah. That's that's what it is. It is my art. It's that's why I look different than everybody's. That's why I feel different than everybody's. That's why. It, Moves different than everybody's because it's me. Mm-hmm. I feel different than everybody. I move different than everybody. I I live different. I drive different than everybody. Yeah. People get in my car and you just don't care. I'm like, nah, I care. It's just that like, <laughs> I, care, I care in a different way. <laughs> I'm, on the, I'm on that same level. I'm on that, like, I'm man, that type like, of driver. <laughs> I don't care. I, it's, I don't know, like. I choose not to follow the signs, but follow what's right in front of me. Bro, I'm telling you, if you stay too much in the lane, you t- you stay too much by the rules of the road, it's just as dangerous as being an active driver. Or being just not an active driver. Like, you a robot. Yeah. You tr- or you trying to drive like you a robot, but like you not a fucking robot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Most accidents happen out to, uh, like in between the lines, so I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> just drive with, with what's in front of me, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's 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 really why. That's that's it's because it's me. It's my art. Yeah. It's my, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying drag. I'm saying Dragon Ball Z. But I'm. It's the person. I'm the. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. The guy that made Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Goku is hit is his clever world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying where Goku. You know what I'm saying? First he was a kid, but we see Goku grow up. They, it's one of the few cartoons, I don't know too many other cartoons where we see him as a kid, and he's, I don't know, four or five seasons of mm-hmm. him as a kid. Then it's Dragon Ball Z, where he's an adult. Then he got a son. Mm-hmm. He get a friend. Well, he don't, he get an arch nemesis, but his arch nemesis come his homie. Yeah. And... Become his homie because they just alike. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If yeah. you think about it, like that's basically what, what they relationship come down to. Like uh-huh. it's just we the last two, besides your kids and my kids. <laughs> yeah. Why are we fighting? Right. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's rebuild this race. And I mean, we gonna we gonna throw hands every now and then. Cause, <laughs> you know, it's Vegeta. Like I got I I got to get this motherfucker. <laughs> that's, a, that's Vegeta. The whole like he my boy, but I listen, y'all. Y'all don't understand. Everybody like, but Vegeta, you you a dope ass number two. You like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I'm a motherfucking Vegeta. The prince is all sayings. I'm <laughs> so like, uh, but yeah, the, he he Goku gets all of this. He grows, yeah. So like that's what Clever World is for me. It's uh-huh. it's my story. It's my book. It's my it's it's all of that. Yeah, there's no Clever World without Clark, and there's no Clark without Clever World. Ah, and I see now that the second one ain't true. It's Clark without Clever World. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure, because uh, it ain't been 10 years straight. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. It ain't been 10 years straight. It's been 10 years on and off. Mm. And so, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Clever, Clever World is big. It's, it's, it's going to be a huge movement, but um, Clever World is just the name of this one. Mm. Clever World is just the name of this idea. There's other ideas. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I know how to create. Yeah. So Clever World is just, there, there is a Clark without Clever World. Clark is just an idea. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That's what's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can have, you know what I'm saying, one idea can be birthed from the other one. But, like, yeah, they they the same. No, nah, they're not the same. They was created two very different ways. Yeah. But both from the past, but two very different ways. Yeah. That come together by way of my mother and my father. Mm. They the influence they had and what they what they do, what they capable of, what I saw them actually do with their hands. You know what I'm saying? Like what they what I saw them do. What I saw them do with people, what I saw them do with friendships, what I saw them do with enemies, mm. that's, ooh, that's key. Mm-hmm. What I saw them do with, just, oh, God. Yeah. What I saw them do with, um, ooh, what I saw them do with people that was, that felt like they was better than them, mm. what I saw them do with people that they knew was less fortunate. Mm. All that, all of that, you know what I'm saying, each each entity, Clark and Clever World, both got a ton of influence from them, too. Of course. Of course. I mean, how much, like you were saying, Clark is its own self-identity. It is. And the, because, I mean, Clark, Danny, like, these are just words that we put on our 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 experience like who we are right Mm. but that that word doesn't fully encompass who we are or what what we do um but like in reality it's just a self-identity that was handed down to us from our parents like that's just our parents saying no you're danny you're clark like and that's just where it starts and so then you see this i don't think you know clark not my real name oh really no you made me let me introduce you, you as Clark, bro. <laughs> like, like that. No, no, no. But that's that's what I go as. But okay, Clark, now my, real, my real name is Aaron Lattimore. Okay. But Lattimore. Clark uh, comes from. Uh, it was gonna be my name if I was born before my sister. Mm. Uh, my mama, had, uh, she loved the name Clark, mm. and my uh, father's middle name was my grand. Her daddy's middle name was Roosevelt. He passed when she was two, so she technically never met him. Mm. And so she was going to do that. And when she told my aunties, they just had jokes or whatever about it. And so she didn't want, you know what I'm saying, a little Clark to grow up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the problems of people picking on her. So she just went with the safest name, Aaron. Okay. And so, uh, man, 2009 or 10, uh-huh. we... uh. Man, I'm deciding to rap. 
uh, and I'm looking for a name, I couldn't go by my latest nickname. So I made one up. It was called uh, Strength in the Flesh. It mm. was terrible. <laughs> a little long. A little yeah, long. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So many things wrong. Now that I say it, I haven't said it in a very long time. But now that I think about it, like, yo. It is so many things marketing wise. Yeah. <laughs> make that name just tough to have stuck with. Um, but uh Thanksgiving we going through photo albums and we come across a napkin with Clark Roosevelt on it. Uh-huh. And so I asked my mama, like, what's this? And she tell me story about it about to be my name. And I'm in the middle of a name crisis when this happens. Wow. Just like with Clapper. And I'm just like, yep, go with it. And I switched it up. Man, it was it was a it was it wasn't even a yeah it wasn't even a rough transition neither yeah like people like I would meet people and somebody be like yeah this it's Clark Roosevelt and people would be like Clark Roosevelt that's a that's a nice name yeah, it pops a little bit <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah, like so that. it was a, it was a real smooth one. Oh, it was only a few jokes, and some people were like, "Are you running for president or something?" <laughs> and I let it. I I didn't give it no the second stand. Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it was. Yeah, I, it was tight. That was tight. You didn't have any problems, like you know, getting that one to stick. Here, I got this water too. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yours anyway. Um, uh, you didn't have a problem getting that stick because I I'm literally. I go by Danny. Danny Mac is my artist, writer, pen name mm-hmm. that I go by. Um, and that's just because my, growing up, that's what my family called me when I, uh, my, I have my mother's middle name, or my mo- mother's maiden name as my middle name, uh, which is McNamara. And growing up, my um, family would always call me Danny Mac. And um, so I have been sort of writing and making films. That's like my art, as movies and mm-hmm. um uh, filmmaking and writing and uh so I was sort of having a name crisis a little bit like when I was starting to put this stuff out as a serious artist and being like how do I want to identify as this this because I, I feel as an artist like especially when you're releasing this stuff for the first time mm-hmm. that you're like really stepping into a new version of yourself a new uh, a new vision of a of something else where you're really sharing intimate things especially as an artist because this is your art this is how you express yourself and this is very intimate stuff and so I was looking back and I was just thinking about how far I came and I was like you know why don't I just take take that childlike nature that I feel like is so tied to my art um and go right back to it and so I go by Danny Mac and that's just like how I've been doing it and I haven't had really issues with it honestly but it's it is catchy. kind of it's kind of interesting. It's kind of weird, like being like saying your name again and like re renaming yourself, rebranding yourself. It is that is yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, like for me, I didn't even really like strength, so mm. it was like yes, finally I got one. Uh-huh. I went through a, I went through a couple of, them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, I mean, you gotta step into who you want to be. Yeah. If you, you know what I'm saying, if you want to be, if you want the main character of your story to be, to go by Danny Mac, you got to act like Danny Mac. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And can't nobody tell nobody who Danny Mac is but you. So yeah. you you got to leg up on it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I can't, 
I, I guess that's how I'm looking at it. Like, you're going to be right. You're going to be the right Danny Mac. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know who Danny Mac is, but yeah. you do. And yeah. Ain't no... Who do who else do I got to compare it to? Uh-huh. So step into it. Yeah. Step, like... I love that. <laughs> step into it. What would you say to... Um, 10 years ago, to a 10-year ten, ten younger self before you started all this, what would you, what would you say... Cause you've been on such a journey, and just getting started is such a, such a big step. But you, you're so much further than that. Um, smoke weed. <laughs> smoke weed. If I was, if I was a smoke man. Or no, 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 no. Let me take that back. Let me mm-hmm. take that back. Cause um, there's no guarantee in that. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of growth. Don't be afraid of letting yourself down. Don't be afraid of... Don't be afraid of letting anybody down because what other people think don't matter. In the grand scheme of things, what other people think really... Ooh, don't be afraid to feed that ego. Because mm. I was a cold motherfucker then. Because, mm. I mean, the stuff I'm doing now, I go back and look, and I'm like, damn, it was already there. Yeah. It was already there. I just wanted it to look so... Like, I get caught with... I call myself a visionary because I'm I'm really into making things look good. I'm really into creating things that aesthetically aesthetically look a certain way, mm-hmm. the Clark way, and that looking good. You know what I'm saying? That looking pleasing, that looking attractive to other people, yeah. and that's. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, Making you look good to other people. Oh, oh, not just, but not just me. Mm-hmm. Not just me, my bad. But not just me, but even the things that I influence. I, you know what I'm saying? Because I see it. I see it. I see it now. And I've, I've wanted to see it. And now that I see it, I feel... It make me uncomfortable. And so when I get uncomfortable, it just put me in a different mode. Mm. Like, uh, I'm uncomfortable when somebody tell me I can't do something. I had diabetes. The doctor told me I couldn't beat it without medicine. Mm. I beat diabetes. I ain't never said it like that. Wow. But I always wanted to be one of the motherfuckers on the podcast saying <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, like, I always, like, growing up as a, when I was a kid. I love that. I would see, 
I, here, here lately, I've been looking at things, how how I've been going back and kind of visualizing how I looked at things when I was a kid, and whether I had negative thoughts about it or positive thoughts about it, and some of the some of the negative some of the things I thought I had negative but more condescending um, thoughts about I've become and in a really interesting way <laughs> mm. where it was like damn I was bugging <laughs> yeah like I'm like it's parts about me that I think is really tight but me as a kid would be like what the fuck <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like bro you weird uh-huh. and like from like the way I eat, uh, you know, saying I had to switch up the way I eat, uh, the way I ate to lose to beat diabetes and to lose weight. I was at I used to weigh about four hundred fifty pounds. Wow, and I four fifty. Yeah, holy shit, man! You look great. Congrats. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It was um, man, a journey. Yeah, you know what I'm saying in itself. Um, that takes real discipline. Just Man, mental a, strength. That and a lot of stress too. Yeah, I went through a lot of stress. A lot, and, sure. and that, uh, especially with the diabetes. Mm-hmm. But I'm most definitely grateful for it. I'm grateful for uh, for for being able to do it. Um, I'm grateful for everybody that helped me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that believed in me, you know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people that, man, didn't change. It was It's a change in people going through that. It's a, it's a really, it's a change in society. Uh, but like the people that loved me before, they the same. Mm. They the exact same. They... <laughs> yeah, they shit. A few times, uh, me and my homie, uh, we went out of town, and you know, said he just happy. I he happy I lose. The, you know, said I lost the weight, but he still got some fat jokes here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you know, saying which I respect. You know, what I'm saying yeah. I'm still the biggest person in the fucking group. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, but uh, man, uh, the day before. You know what I'm saying? He found out that I wore a large. He was like, Clark, he was like, my nickname Kool-Aid in the group. <laughs> he said, Kool-Aid, man, you wear a large? I'm like, yeah. He like, man, I wear a large. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So the next day he had some, he had some, he had some fat joke. I said, now hold on now, we wear the same shirt size. <laughs> Not anymore. I said, we wear the same shirt size now. Nah, I mean, if I'm big, then you big too. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, we had a good laugh. I love that. Life. You've been doing your push-ups. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> but um, man, I'm. But same thing with that, man. Uh, it's ups and downs in that too. I don't yeah. put on a little weight, but it's a, it's a. I understand myself now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand what to eat, what not to eat. Yeah. I ain't eat, I don't eat fast food like McDonald's. I don't even. No. Right past it every yeah. time. Don't even. It's been a. That's the wildest thing. The McDonald's. Or man, fast food because I was yeah. I used to be big on it. 
Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Me as a kid, if I told myself that, like, man, I don't eat no fast food, it's trash. Yeah. Little me be like, this ain't got no happy meal. Yeah. That's part of growing, though. Straight you're up. like uh, the, having that that younger self kind of think you're weird because you're no longer like that person, you know. Yep. So I feel like I want to do thing. a uh, man. I want to do a, a stint in the in the jungle or some shit like that. Yeah. But younger me be like, what the fuck? You to go in the jungle for? <laughs> but I, I love, I really love nature now. Um, uh, yeah. Man, it got to life got to the point where, uh, man, everything. Like propaganda and stuff and politics, I I just got tired of it. Yeah, and was just like, I'm just watch some nature documentaries one yeah. day, and I've been watching nature documentaries them every day since. Yes, I love that, bro. <laughs> the, one of my dreams be featuring a National Geographic. I love that shit, man. Man, listen, <laughs> I, and this what's crazy is some things is some things is set up, some things is is. We gonna speak that into existence. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be on National Geographic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I want to be on National Geographic. We, go, I'm gonna be on. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. But yeah, I, I started watching nature shows to, man, it's they tell a story. Yeah, that's what's tight about it. They tell a story. They give the animals. personality which they do have personality mm -hmm. but we don't know because we just we here they there. yeah we're in our concrete little yeah 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 we have no personality yeah you know exactly That's what it is. yeah we, we don't, don't have no personality uh, yeah them, they'll get, those have that has to be the only people that's killing animals <laughs> yes who have no personality the personality is that they kill animals yeah yeah that's, that's what yeah, it is that has to be exactly what yeah it, yeah that you just i get i get i get i understand hunting like mm -hmm. um, when they go hunt like deer, yeah, I get that. But like lions, mm -hmm. wow, bro, yeah, <laughs> to put it on your wall, yeah, <laughs> really, get a rug. But like, but that's them overfeeding their ego. Yeah, when you, when you overfeed your ego, damn, I was having a conversation with a friend about this, and it's and it's just coming full circle. But when you overfeed your ego. It affects other things. Mm. It could be, it affects relationship. Your, you know, what I'm saying your relationships. It affects. Oh, it could affect your money. Mm -hmm. Um, it could affect. Man, the laws of nature, like going and killing a lion. Like, mm -hmm. there's no other reason to go and kill a lion like that. Yeah, facts. Unless it's ego. Yeah. Like, man, my ego say I got to conquer this motherfucker. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? If if we keep a G on something like that, like, nah, you you kind of had to cheat to get the line. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You didn't really put it in. You, no. You, you sat back. Yeah. You used a weapon you could not make. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so. You think you could kill a line, get in the ring with the line. <laughs> Or you know what I'm saying, like do it, do it like, like tribal folk do it yeah. if they do it. Make a spear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Make it, make it fair. Yeah, you know exactly. Make it a fight. Give them a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get them a gun. Yeah. 
before I wrap this up, I really want to know more about your yo-yo skills because you've been yeah. going crazy on the gram. <laughs> Those... I love, man, I love, I love my, man, I love my yo-yos, man. It's a, um, it's a really, really calming pastime. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, hmm. I mean, I guess I, I when I picked it back up, I wanted something to keep me off social media so much. Mm. Like, I was on social, I'd be on social media all day, and one day it just seems like, bro, you got to get off social media. Yeah. And or you got to like not be on there so much or be on your phone so much. And so I was like, oh, I think I like accidentally found one of my very old ones. It was mm-hmm. like, let me. Let me check on the yo-yo universe. Yeah. <laughs> and check was like, yo, they on here spazzing. <laughs> and uh, you know what I'm saying? Looked a little deeper, found out what was what was going on, and man, picked it back up. This was like 2018. I think the last yo-yo I had, I was like eight or nine or something uh-huh. like that. Like man, the late nineties or something. And so picking it, just picked it back up, and it's not a, it's not an expensive hobby. It's ain't gonna hurt nobody. No, it's <laughs> just fun. It's good old fashioned. Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Just it made it feel good to hit a trick. Yeah, better than do some yo-yo tricks than hit refresh for the thousandth time. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. I'm man, I'm I'm so I'm sick and tired of Facebook. Dude, I love my Facebook yeah. is negative. No, I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> Can't do it. I just folded and re-downloaded t- uh, Twitter because of the NFL draft. But <laughs> I mess with Twitter. I mess with Twitter. I, well, I only I really only go on Twitter. Talk a little shit. Yeah. You know. <laughs> See, that's, yeah. I'm all on and off Twitter, but yo, can you, uh, I really want you to make uh, a yo-yo video here in Prospero's in front of the books. Are you down? Man, I don't see where we, uh, huh. we'll find a spot. We'll find a spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. Bet. All right, cool. Man, thank you for being on the show. Like, for real, this was a great conversation. Uh, this is Prospero's Pit featuring Clark Roosevelt, yeah, yeah. creator of Clever World. You want to say anything? Last pieces? Yeah. Uh, follow us on um, Instagram at Clever World, C-L-V-R World, like this. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Clark Roosevelt, two O's and two T's. Uh, man, we got a shop over on 30th and Truce. Called Clever World Goods and Supply. We in a shipping container. Slot. Just slot. <laughs> we uh we reopening um May 13th for a grand opening. Um hmm. Yeah, that's about it. We just had a really dope weekend for the draft weekend. It yeah. Was, it was man, we had our best day ever yesterday. Oh really? Yeah, it was 12 hours though. It was man, I was Oh man, so you're out there going, man. You're running on fumes right now. Something like that. Yeah. Well, see, so I I wanted to tell this story. So when I go it, when go I got it. my first job at Denny's, they used to have me come in on the weekends. Uh, I'll come in Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, I was working twelve hour shifts, six p.m., six a.m. Go home, ride the bus home, ride the bus back, another six p.m., six a.m. 
and so like this weekend I did it I did it again. Uh but it was it was Thursday. We did twelve hours and then was it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday we did about twelve hours and then yesterday we did another twelve hours. And so it was man, it was crazy. Were you posted up somewhere? Uh we was at May Mob um on Thursday. And then yesterday we was at Operation Breakthrough for first it was a, a sneaker 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 conference, mm. but then um, I forgot uh, guys over fashion uh, Kansas City Fashion I forgot his name. Mm. Um, he did he was there and he announced on the mic like hey yo any vendors want to stay it's just fifty bucks to stay, and I was like we only two doors down from my shop. Mm-hmm. At Operation Breakthrough, so I, I looked at him, my homegirl was like, "Yo, Shiny, we gonna stay?" Shiny was like, or I was like, I told her I was like, "If you gonna leave, I'm gonna go ahead and stay. I can, you know, what I'm saying it's gonna take me a little bit to get this shit to the shop, but I do it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing too. That's I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, since it's my art, I like being out in it and um." Selling it, uh, and it's just—it's how you. Mm, it's how you create a grassroots, mm. you know. Yeah, it's it, or it's how I feel like. It's how I feel like creating a grassroots. Um, I want to do the same thing with my music. Mm. It's, it's just going to be, you got to be out there. You got to take the opportunity. You got to go meet the people. Um, it's that self-promote thing. Mm-hmm. It's, that, it's that main character. If you're not, how you going to be the main character at the house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're a pedestrian. Yeah. You're just at the crib. And a lot of people, a lot of people, hmm, you got the Can't See People Choice Awards. And a lot of people don't self-promote. Mm. So they think that just their talent alone is what is gonna make their main character prevail. But that just ain't how life works. Mm-hmm. Talent alone, talent alone is just you just talent. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't pay you just because you're good at something if you're not producing a product. If you're not. And then if you're going to produce a product, how am I going to know that your product exists if you're going to tell me about it? Mm. Or if you don't make some way for it to be brought to my attention. Right. And so, man, self-promoting, is, it's my thing. Yeah. It's it's what rappers do. Yeah. It is exactly what rappers do. It's what spokesperson spokes uh, 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 like um, Apple Steve Jobs yeah self-promotion like it got to I think his is rare because it became or it's I haven't seen too many like his too many stories like his where it was his product first and then he kind of was just like (laughs) 
black room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when y'all see me y'all know that I'm about to drop some heat you know what I'm saying <laughs> it was the product first and then it was him presenting the product like yeah, yeah boy look at this cold <laughs> shit I'm about to drop on you motherfuckers right <laughs> but I guess that was he did that with iPhone he started that with iPhone yeah so it was kind of like I guess that was a new product it was like yo I'm Steve Jobs yeah but I also got this motherfucker over here yeah. And every time you see me from now on in this motherfucking black room, that's when you know <laughs> <laughs> that's a fire about to drop. And I feel like I feel like small businesses where you selling a small product, you gotta do that. Mm-hmm. You gotta do that. You gotta you either gotta self promote or you gotta pay some ads. That's the that's what the algorithm telling us. Like if you're not gonna be on here, if you're not gonna be doing this, you gotta be doing this. Mm-hmm. And I wanna get off that hamster wheel. I don't even wanna yeah. hold you. I'm, I'm ready to get off that. That's why I'm ready to go on my two two months in the jungle in the yeah, jungle. right. <laughs> so I can get off the hamster wheel for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because I'm tired of. I don't want to do that, and uh, I don't want to do that. I really just want to. I just want to paint. Yeah, go zero dark thirty. Never see me again. Yep, yep, yo, pull yeah. Frank Ocean, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. let me hit like Frank Ocean. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm almost dead. Or Kendrick Lamar, I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> you will never see me again. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people spend a lot of money on billboards, and I feel like you use it best. Where you're a walking billboard, you walk around, you wear your own stuff, and you're outside. So, like, I feel like that's one of the reasons that you do have a, a bit of a grassroots campaign, mm-hmm. is that. You're out or and around. You're at these community events, and you're wearing your stuff, yeah. and you're promoting your stuff through your image, and it's it's a that's it seems that's, to be working. <laughs> um, man, some a lot of people say that. My my perspective on that is like, I really think my shit hard. Mm-hmm. I like, and that's the ego. Like I that I wear my shit because I think my shit hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't wear it to promote you know what I'm saying sometimes I wear it to promote like tonight it's like damn Ari, I'm a, it's an interview you gotta have something to represent the brand you know what I'm saying just throwing the staple hoodie it's like alright easy but like my everyday I just think my shit hard yeah and I I make shit I, you know what I'm saying I, I make we make everything it's a we now but I, you know what I'm saying I make everything and so with it at my crib, I do me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, young lady I'm talking to, she said, I think it's just cool that when you got something coming up, you just make you a shirt. <laughs> 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 she was she didn't see me go out of town like two or three times. She said, when you got a trip, whenever you got a trip, you just make your stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I was paused and was just like, because I was, I was in the middle of going out of town and I was making some shirts. I was I was about to move. I made three shirts and a couple hoodies for the whole trip. Uh-huh. And she was like, I just think it's just so tight that when you got a trip coming up, you don't go shopping for no shit. Yeah. You go, you buy your blanks or you go to the thrift store, get some shit that you like, and you cook. Yeah. And so I just think my shit hard. That's my that's my flex. That's my um that's what's feeding my ego. I think that cause it's that, it's that it, it gotta look good. When yeah. I go somewhere, I gotta look fly. I gotta just for, I guess it's my narcissism, which mm-hmm. is the ego. Yeah. 
that's that's part of the reason why people love the brand. Right. Because, like you said, people see me in, in it look like I'm being the billboard, but I'm really just, I just think my shit hard. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing it how I think it should be worn. I'm wearing it like growing up, I saw people wear different brands like Lil Wayne wearing Bape, um, Pharrell wearing Bape, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or uh, Supreme, Echo, um, Fubu. Ooh, Fubu for sure. Like, I'm wearing it how, like, the artist would get in with it. Mm. Because that's what made everybody want, that's what made everybody want to consume it. They see their favorite artists and their favorite artists make it look good. So I'm like, I'm an artist. <laughs> yeah. And I got to make it look good because I want you to buy it. Yeah. I want you to, I most definitely want you to buy it, but it's, man, it's an ego. Yeah. I mean, like you were saying earlier, um, you can have the most talent in the room, but it's actually your ego is going to be the one that puts up that hand and be like, I'm right here. Hey, motherfucker. Hey, I am right here. Hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Y'all looking for him? I am him. Yeah. Come on. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. But when you don't, when you don't feed, damn, damn, that's full circle. When you don't feed that ego, that's when you end up on the internet mad because your talent didn't get recognized. Yeah. But your talent don't get recognized without your ego. Mm-hmm. Without your ego, damn, your ego kind of be, your ego is like you rooting for you. Like, motherfucker, you got this motherfucker. (laughs) You got this motherfucker. And sometimes you got to let that motherfucker push you and be right. Yeah. Give you one of them and you you out there, you out there in the ring and shit. You might have been scared, but your ego got you out there. Yeah. And that's what, that's what worked the muscle of your fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Your ego don't put you in a situation where it might be tough to handle, but your ego was right and you handled that shit. Mm-hmm. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. May I say you gotta risk it for the biscuit and let your ego maybe be right. Mm-hmm. Cause we, I think what we be, we be confused, we or not confused, we be afraid of our ego being wrong. Mm. And. When your ego is wrong, like I said, relationships get affected, your money get affected, or just the rules of nature get affected. And so those those three things being affected seems to frighten us of feeding our ego. Hmm. Damn. You're really that dude on the podcast right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just, I'll be, I'll be having these moments when I'm by myself, but like, yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, beautifully said. I think I'm going to wrap it there. Hell so, yeah. hey, appreciate you coming on. For sure, man. It was, yeah. a, it was, I was a little nervous, but it was a good time. Bro. Dude, you're, you're speaking, yeah, thank you. <laughs>